Um, John Maxwell, one time I sat with him with a group of pastors. He said two things that stuck with me. He said, number one, get away from me. The people. <laughs> That's the first thing the he said. People, was, no, he uh, didn't. Back up. <laughs> said, That's hilarious. <laughs>
or maybe just wherever you are, just how about you just go to the website and give a bunch of money. <laughs> That'd be great. It'd be awesome because mm -hmm. they're actually doing some, I don't know, I shouldn't say actually, they're doing some really good stuff with those funds. Like really, really good stuff. They're yeah. feeding or homeless come visit people. us. Yeah, or, yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but just send some money. No, no, no. You can actually go visit too. Some people have from the podcast have visited so you won't be alone. You have some friends there. Yeah, they've visited. They've become members of the church, active participants. It's been great. Yeah, that's really cool, man. Yeah. And I've, it's, it's really cool. So we have voicemails. We do. People can leave one at 214-308-1177. But if you leave one, we might even play one on the air. We might play one on the air. In fact, let's play one on the air. Hey, Michael Jr., I was wondering if you could send me a copy of the uh, Tonight Show bit. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen from the dating materialistic women to you know, banging on pimp shoes to trying to get a girl's number and pulling out the rainbow flag. Funniest thing I've ever seen. Can't find it anywhere. So if you would, let me know where I could get a copy of it or send me a copy of it. Oh, and by the way, check out my church, 12 Stone, 12, 12 Stone Church, north of Atlanta. Awesome, thanks. I know 12 Stone Church. 12 Stone, you know, 12, I heard yeah. of 12 Stones Church. My church in Michigan, I used to pastor, planted 12 Stone Church. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Wow, The pastor so I followed cool. there was a childhood friend of Pastor Kevin Myers at 12 Stone. Oh, wow, for real? Yeah, yeah that 12 is Stone, dope. yeah, we are. We Dude, are thanks for being a churches. fan, man. That is awesome. He saw one of my clips and stuff. I, I don't I wouldn't know where to find any of them clips. But thanks for finding, there's a bunch of stuff on YouTube. Thanks for being a fan, man. I really appreciate that. And um 12 stones shout out to 12 stones church that is dope man in atlanta yeah 12 stone has they have a john maxwell leadership center at 12 stone oh for real john maxwell mentored the pastor at 12 stone it's a crazy story man john maxwell is a beast he absolutely is beast speaking of john maxwell <laughs> who wrote the forward to this book right here wow wow john <laughs> maxwell look man it's funny how life works divine connections wow yeah that guy at 12 cool. stone doesn't realize how much his pastor was influenced by the same guy that wrote your forward. That is great. No, I'm I'm John Maxwell. You, like when it comes to leadership, goodness gracious. Yeah. Like if you close your eyes and say leadership three times, you're going to see John <laughs> Maxwell, even if you never met him before. I was just talking about him this morning. There's this guy I'm discipling, and he didn't know John Maxwell used to be a pastor. I'm going to call John Maxwell right now. Okay, this is going to be good. I'm going to call John Maxwell. How's your number going to show up on his caller ID, I wonder? wonder if it'll... <laughs> <laughs> it shows up. I just wonder how he has you saved in his phone. I'm going to call him right now. <laughs> just randomly and see what happens. This is going to be good. Do we need to connect you to some is Bluetooth or something? Or are you just going to do speakerphone? Here it is. I'm just going to do I'm going to go old school. Okay. All right. <laughs> He's not going to answer. He's somewhere, he's somewhere leading people. He might. Yeah, he is a great dude. He could answer. John Maxwell. He said some things that have stuck with me the rest, like, like ever since I met with him, the rest of my life yeah. on leadership. That's enough. I'm, I'm on a call. I'm on a call. Yeah, yeah. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic. Sorry. Um, John Maxwell, one time I sat with him with a group of pastors. He said two things that stuck with me. He said, number one, get away from me. The people. <laughs> That's the first thing the he said. People, was, no, he didn't. Back up. <laughs> said, That's hilarious. The people that grow something with you might not be the ones that keep growing beyond a certain level. Yeah, you took like, that to mean the people who grow something with you <laughs> may not be around when you're done smoking it. No, you know? see, that's, <laughs> that's what it meant for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he's like, the reality is everybody doesn't want to grow. And if you're going to be a leader that leads at higher levels, you got to keep growing and learning. He's like, unfortunately, you're going to find some of the people that help you build something. They don't want to keep learning. They don't want to keep growing. The second thing he said, this is around the time that Tiger Woods 
fell. And he just said, if what's inside of Which us. Time? Yeah, that's right, man. When his wife was chasing after him with a golf club or a baseball bat, whatever oh, she did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, his now yeah. ex-wife. But he's like, if what's on the inside is not strong enough, then the pressure from the outside, you'll you'll be crushed by it. But if the Holy wow. Spirit moves in, that's always stronger than the pressures from the outside, and those pressures can't crush you. Man, listen, one of the things that blessed me about John Maxwell, I think this is going to be a John Maxwell episode, mm. is um, that dude said, he said that he has a thinking chair in his house. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, well, what do, you, what do you do in the chair? That dude just sit in the chair and think. Mm-hmm. He don't watch TV in a chair. He yeah. don't read a book in a chair. That's right. He don't read the Bible in a chair. He sits there to think. Absolutely. Brilliant. It is brilliant. You know why he came up this morning in my conversation was a guy I was meeting with as a swimmer. I said, well, how do you we're, capture? We're all swimmers. I said, how do you? Yeah, we were at one point. Yeah. How do you capture any ideas that come to your mind while you're swimming? He said, I, I just have to try to remember it. I said, John Maxwell keeps a, a whiteboard at the end of the lane where if he's swimming laps, He'll stop at the end of the lap and he'll write something down. If it you know what? Somebody. That is beautiful. Hey, guys, let's pull up a video. I'm going to set this up with me and John Maxwell. Let me set this video up. Okay. So I'm doing an event, and I think I might have already known John. I'm not sure. Yeah. I didn't know him well enough to, to make this request of him. I just wanted to see if he would do it. So I said, hey, man, is it okay if I interview you, this is in front of a live audience. I didn't ask him in front of a live audience. I asked him in the green room. I said, is it okay if I interview you and just ask you some random questions? This is what I said in the green room. And this dude says, Michael, sure, let's do it. Yeah. He just said, sure, let's do it. He didn't have any addition. Like he didn't ask me what the questions are going to be about. Right. He wasn't concerned. He knew, he knew I did comedy. Mm-hmm. He knew I could come from any direction with anything. Yep. He said yes. And impromptu comes out on stage with me. And this is what happens. All right. Um, so you guys can just follow me. I just, I, I, I've followed you. I followed John for a while. Just see, so I know I followed him for a while now. And it, he's like, he knows what he's talking about. So, <laughs> so I just thought I'd interview, because I got some questions for you. I got some real, just a few questions that I want to, uh, the first one is, that, well, your, your book, you wrote a book called The 360 Degree Leader, right? Correct. Um, my question is, if someone becomes a 360 degree leader, don't they end up right where they started? Yeah, you're right. They do. And after watching leaders several years, that's where most of them really belong. <laughs> they, they just kind of go in circles that's and kind of end up with the whole deal. <laughs> okay, now, you, you wrote uh, the uh, irrefertable uh, laws of leadership. That's right. Can you tell me about Law 25? <laughs> yes, uh, I can. There are only 21 in the book. but Oh, so you still got work to do. No, it's okay. No, I... <laughs> It's, it's typical of you. You're, you always expand. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're bigger than the book. You know what I'm saying? Bigger than the book. So the law 25 is of, of the law of leadership is never do an interview with Michael Jr. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That is great. That's great. Um, so you also got a book out called uh, Everyone Communicates But Few Connect. What do you mean? 
it's obvious you haven't read the book. <laughs> it's you don't have a clue, so it's obvious you haven't read the. Uh, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not connecting with you right now. Um, okay, we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll move on. That's cool. Um, now you also talk about the uh, talk about the law of Big Mo, and I'm wondering, is that the same Big Mo from South Central? Because I know him, and um, he don't get along with the law at all. I don't know which. Yeah, well, that's really the law of momentum, but it's, for those who are kind of spiritual-based, it's also the law of Moses. And Moses, you know, he led the children of Israel out of Egypt, and then they complained for 40 years. And if Mo would have had a shot of doing it over, when he looked at Pharaoh, he wouldn't have said, let all my people go. <laughs> he said, let some of the people go. There's, there's a lot of them you need to keep right here. Let him go. Absolutely. Don't, 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 don't let, let Mo go. I love it. And, and also, Mo, when he was at the Red Sea, you know, and the, the waters parted, and God said, go ahead. And, and, and he looked up and he said, why do leaders always have to go first? <laughs> he, he wanted to send somebody else. The walls could have came down. Absolutely. Cool. All right, I'm going to do the jokes, though, okay? Awesome. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's awesome. You're awesome, dude. Um, yo, so so the book, the uh, the, the, the irrefutable laws yes. of leadership. Um, you added two more laws, and one was the law of addition. Yes. Did you did you add that one first or second? I'm just. Because <laughs> you, you just added a law. That's, you, you, you want to know the sequence? There. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I I did the law of addition. First, yeah, I did. Yeah, because you added it, and then I said, since I can add, I'm gonna subtract. I'm gonna add another. The book titles the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, so I had to take two out when I put two in. You understand? So I could stay with 21. So those other two were refutable. (laughs) Yeah. After lecturing around the country for a while, I, I found out that they weren't truly irrefutable laws. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and then uh, the, the last question is the law of, uh, of, of timing. Can you talk to us about the law of timing? And hurry up, because. <laughs> All right, well, we're out of time. Thank you so much. Everybody, I appreciate you guys. That is so dope, man. So out of nowhere, You're right? I randomly asked this leader of leaders, absolutely, if he would randomly impromptu get on stage with a comedian, and he doesn't really know that well, mm-hmm. and he says yes. Yeah. So when John Maxwell talks about leading, dude, he's not just kind of leading; like he's leading by example. Right. He didn't have any fears. He wasn't concerned about anything. Like he just said, "You know what? I'm a lead. I'm gonna do this thing the way that I feel like it should get done." And I have so much respect for him, like in a significant way. So the fact that he's touched you as well mm-hmm. is a big deal, man. Well, it is. So I'm just curious, why him to write the foreword of your book? Like, how did that even come about? Well, even those interactions like him, man, when he said, like, anytime I sit down and listen to him, I'm just blown back by the wisdom, the insight. But then when we were in a room together, I remember the last time we were in a, we were somewhere together having dinner. And there was like a 14-year-old somebody, somebody's kid or something was in there. And they came and they sat right across from him. And then they asked him a random question. It wasn't about leadership or anything. It was like, what, what do you think about that game the other day? And then John answered. And then this 14-year-old starts talking and talking and talking. 
And John Maxwell is locked in mm. the whole time mm. as if that 14-year-old that he never met before was the only person in the room. Yeah. And I sat back and watched that interaction, and it blessed me so much. I'm like, this guy is giving this kid so much attention. Like, he has him right now. And the stuff the kid was talking about was like, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. And I'm thinking, or was it? Like, what right. am I missing? Because I'm assuming right. there's something greater. So he teaches even when he doesn't know that he's teaching because it's who he is. Yeah, he says a lot of times he'll get invited to a church on a day where they're trying to cast vision about something. And so he'll stand up and he'll preach and he'll do the appeal on behalf of the pastor, asking people to volunteer or to do something. And the response is overwhelming. And the mm -hmm. pastor will look at him and say, I can never get that kind of response out of my people. And John will say, that's because you see them as fours and fives and I see them as tens. He sees everybody as having this potential to do great things. And he's saying the longer we hang out with people as leaders, we tend to start grading people and diminishing their value. I do. And that's why I wanted him to do the forward of my book. In fact, when I wanted him to do it, I'm going to show you the text that I, that I sent. Cause I texted him. I was like, Hey, can you do the forward? <laughs> I don't know if I showed you this before. No, I've never but seen it's this. actually pretty funny. So I'll let you read it. So people don't think I'm kind of making this up. Not that they think I'm a liar. <laughs> M A X W. Why yeah. you're looking for that. Okay, you go ahead. You know, the pastor at 12 Stone, going back to that voicemail, is a guy who had a vision as a child, as a, as a younger man, that he was supposed to pastor a church of 11,000 people. When he planted the church, it struggled for years to the point where he was ready to give up. I mean, he was under 400 people, and uh, he had put it all in financially, everything. And he told God one day, he's like, Lord, I'm ready to quit. And the only way I won't give up that dream of pastoring church 11,000 is if John Maxwell himself starts mentoring me. And this is the thing, God, I'm not going to ask him. So he's at this leadership conference they're in the hotel with his team. They're about to catch the bus over to the conference center. And John Maxwell was standing in the lobby and his ride that was supposed to pick him up hadn't come. So he looks at them. He's like, hey, can I ride over with you all? And he hadn't met this guy before. He spends time with their team on the bus. And by the time the bus ride is done, he looks at Kevin and he's like, Kevin, I like you. Would you be open to me mentoring you? Wow. <laughs> he, uh, he started mentoring them. The church started growing. I mean, his church now is like 20,000 people. It's multiple campuses. It's got the John Maxwell Leadership Center. I mean, it's really an amazing story. Wow. That's 12 Stones, right? That's 12 Stone Church, yeah. This is why I chose. Listen, we basically did a, uh, this is a podcast about John Maxwell without John Maxwell. <laughs> That's right. That's, right. <laughs> That's what a leader does in a big way. Here's the text. So I wrote a book called Funny How Life Works. This is the text I sent John Maxwell as a friend to see if he would read, uh, if he would write the write forward, the forward to right. Funny How Life Works. Hey, John, just this week alone, Queen Elizabeth, Donald Trump, Oprah Winfrey, and Kim Fields, parentheses, she played Tootie in the sitcom Facts of Life. <laughs> All called me and asked if they could write the foreword to my book called Funny How Life Works. I told them, no, I'm saving this for John Maxwell. <laughs> Though they continued to plead some, eventually they all understood my decision. So what do you say? So I said, what do you say? And then we'll read his oh, response. His response was, hey, ha, 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 I don't have your number programmed in my phone. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> That was the best. <laughs> it's like, who is this? That was the doggone 
the best. I love it. And he's so dope. And then ultimately, after he figured out who it was, boom. Yeah, he wrote, the, he wrote forward. the forward to the book. Super excited about Funny How Life Works. Wow. That was dope. Um, You want to go off the cuff? Sure, I'll go off the cuff. All right, cool. Go ahead. Man. All right, so the off the cuff moment. I'll go off the cuff. Oh, here we go. No, okay. I'm just playing. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. Wow. You're good. You're no, good. that's good. Can I really do it? Yeah, I, yeah you I'm, got it. All right, the off the cuff moment that I want to go off the cuff on is when Michael talked about John's spontaneity to take an interview on just in the green room. And I think that what Michael referenced is that's leadership in action, that's practicing what you preach. Leaders have to be flexible, able to pivot, understanding that they can't predict every situation. So in that moment, this guy who seems to be anointed by God for leadership coaching and leadership development modeled and embodied the very thing that he often teaches about in what turned out to be a very creative way, a moment that will live on uh, forever on the Internet. And so I just want to encourage those who are listening, you know, as a leader, it's one thing to talk about leadership. It's one thing to stand up in front and cast vision. It's something totally different when you live it out in the way you might be called to live it out today might be spontaneous and different than you expect. That's the off the cuff moment for today. Wow. You know what? I'm going to add a phrase to that that I just made up while you were talking mm. that you could ask someone because he's such a great leader. You could ask someone, can you max well oh yeah see whoa <laughs> can good. you max well i mean can you live to your maximum capacity mm -hmm. well goodness gracious wow. i like that phrase man i'm gonna ask somebody can you max well and they're gonna yeah. say if it's cool we can do a little something no, no, something no, i'm gonna leave the train i'm gonna get out of the train <laughs> we're talking That's, about john oh no not john maxwell, maxwell the singer wow. oh okay awesome Ooh, that was dope. That was a great off-the-cuff moment. It was funny how life works. Boom. So you want to give away the four Let, things? Let's give away a, a oh, chapter of the book. Chapter of the book. Yeah. So they go to michaeljr.com slash chapter. Chapter. All right. michaeljr.com slash chapter. You get a free linked i mean a free link to the book yeah free link to where you can buy it it'll be free you want to do your own question generator today uh, okay i'll do a generator question uh, hey. spin it yeah michael jr i was wondering when the wheel is going to stop spinning and it says can you name an actor from the whiz name my actor they just assumed we was gonna have a come on in he's on down he's on down the road he's on down he's on down the road no come on man Sydney Poirier. Was Sidney Portier in the Wiz? <laughs> oh, and then no. Nipsey Russell? Wasn't he the Tim Man? No, uh, I can name, uh, I don't want to go with the obvious. Let's go with, um, oh. yeah, Nipsey Russell was, I mean, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. You got to go with Michael Jackson. Yeah, but who was Dorothy? Uh, Diana, Mills. Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Diana Ross. That's right. Dude. Stephanie Mills did the musical. Cool. If you don't know what the Wiz is, it's the black version of Wizard of Oz. You That's should right. check it out. Mm hmm. But you're gonna dance. You, you can't. You can't watch it without dance. It's just yeah. gonna happen naturally yeah. unless don't you just nobody don't bring me no bad news. Woo! You flying monkey, you. <laughs> we out. Boom.